Afternoon, Andrew. I'm chatting to Andrew Henderson ahead of this week's game away at Halifax. Um, I sh- suppose, really, what fans would be saying is, um, have we got a team? And yeah. did we have more in the gym or more on the treatment table this week? No, look, look we, we we have got a you know a, quite a number now on the treatment table as we speak, but we still have enough uh, within the squad to field a team this year. So we're not we're not in the uh, the stages where we were at Toulouse, where we were down to our last 16 players. You know, we we, we do have you know uh, enough players there to, to select from. So um, yeah, so we, we'll we'll have a team out there uh, come Sunday, and, and a team that's going to be. Uh, looking to put plenty of effort in and compete hard and 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 do their best to get a result. Yeah. Um. Some of the players, you know, I know we discussed them before, but you know where we're at with people. Connor got injured last week. Fitz, how's he looking? Yeah. Well, at the moment, he's you know we, we're still getting further investigations done on, on on it was an ankle injury that he sustained, so uh, we're still investigating that further. Okay. Atta. Atta. Yeah. Well, just at the moment we're working with him. Um, obviously, it was a hamstring uh, issue that he that he, that he was dealing with. So um, we're just making sure we get that right, so we don't have any repercussions moving forward. So um, he he could be available the next week to two weeks. Okay. Uh, presumably, Liam will miss. Well, he does because of HIA. Yeah. 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 yeah he's he's unavailable at the yeah. moment. So you know, yeah. he 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 will be available for the uh, Newcastle Challenge Cup game right, okay. um, but that'll that obviously dependent he doesn't suffer any symptoms so how it works is they you have a uh, return to play protocol that you that the player has to follow you know so it's like so many days where they have to not do any activity and then and if they're symptom free then they move to the next stage which is then maybe some sort of light light uh, bike work or lights you know what I mean then they move to the next stage which is non-contact and then you know so there's a yeah, yeah. there's a procedure they've got to follow so they've got to get through through each stage any any time though if they do have any symptoms um, that they they go back yeah so yeah so at the moment he's 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 symptom free at the moment he's progressing on that on that um so all being well he'll be available next week okay um clarky yeah back available for selection this week uh cunningham back available for selection this week. some good news then yeah, yeah so it's not news. all bad yeah it's that's good bad. um i suppose you know again building on last week's game um how have conversations been this week in the camp as you know still positive mood yeah Positive mood. Look, I think it, you know it, it wasn't our effort that let us down against Keithley. It was we just didn't play smart enough. You know, I thought we, you know, and I, I know I've said it before. We, I thought we started really well in that game. Um, I thought we came out well. We started fast. We got off to an early lead. Um, I thought we were looking in control, and then we just kind of lost our way a little bit. We sort of started to play from you know areas of the field that we hadn't practiced. Um, we started to do a few things that we hadn't practiced either, and uh, we, then we started to come up with a few errors because of that, um, and put ourselves under a bit of pressure. And, and fair fair play to, to, to Keithy. I thought they took advantage of of that. Um, we did come up with some defensive errors as well, which was a bit disappointing. You know, we sort of come out of the system a, a couple of times, so we'll, we were broken down systematically there, which is yeah, we've generally been pretty good. I feel systematically defensively this year, but um, certainly on the on the Friday night there was times there where you know maybe a bit of experience let us down. To be honest with you. Um, you know, and, and that's that's the nature of the beast. You know? So we sort of, yeah, I, I just thought defensively, uh, systematically, we got broken a couple of times there. And, um, and like I said, but, uh, the, what we did with the ball in that middle part of the game is, is where, for me, was where, yeah. where, where we lost it. You know, it was that kind of probably 10 minutes before half time, 10 minutes after, that sort of period where we didn't manage.
manage it well enough. Um, I thought the way we finished the game was was a real positive, um, albeit not so positive with the ball because we, we, we still come up with a number of errors and put ourselves under a lot of pressure uh, and gave away a lot of field position because of it. So we were essentially camped on our own try line for, I reckon, that last sort of 12, 15 minutes. Um, but the way we defended our try line and... and, and stopped Keithley from scoring because, you know, they're a good attacking team with some good players. Um, I thought it was a credit to the effort of our team because, um, like I said, I think a, a, another team on a different day um, would have probably folded then and, and the floodgates would have opened. So, you know, so I think we've got to credit the effort from the players uh, on that Friday and especially as well uh, after that huge performance against Sheffield on the Sunday playing with 12 men for 50 minutes, you know, and that was that same much that same 17 that rolled out mm. uh, again five days later against a, a team in Keithy that to be fair were a bit fresher you know they played on the Saturday but also had rested a lot of the big guns on the Saturday in that Challenge Cup game so they were they were fresh and ready to go um, and we can't doubt you know there's some quality players in that in that Keithley yeah, team yeah, and absolutely. I think that showed yeah. I think that better quality showed on, on the night those those players like Chisholm and, and Gale and Ioane I think made a big difference yeah. you know Thomas Doyle made a big difference uh, to that team um, you know, I mean, but it is what it is. Um, we, we've sort of dusted ourselves down. We've addressed it. Uh, we know the areas that we have to be better at um, if we're going to get results, and um, and that's the challenge now for this week. So, like I said, yeah, we've got a team out there that are, I, I believe are going to show again plenty of effort, and they've just got to work smarter this week if they're going to get the job done. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody disagree. The effort's been phenomenal. Everybody can see that. That you know the the, the shifts that some of them lads are putting in, um, and I suppose you know one of the things we face maybe this week because of the injuries is a little bit of adversity, which maybe we you know we had that against Sheffield. We yeah. went out there as big underdogs, yeah. and yet you know they came out and as you said with twelve men, so we know it's there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm you know I'm a realist as a coach as well. I understand that you know the fact that we haven't been able to get you know, that continuity within the team. You know, most most of the teams that we're coming up against or the ones that are sort of more more towards the, the top end of the table, well, generally their spine have been together, you know what I mean, for since the start of the season. Um, they've not had a lot of changes to their to their squad. They can roll out the same sort of team. So what they're building there is they're building a bit of trust, a bit of understanding. Um, you know, they're building that chemistry, as, as I speak about, and, and we've not had that luxury of being able to do that just yet. I mean, that was, you know, from the Sunday to the Friday, just gone was probably the first time we rolled out pretty much the same <laughs> the same team um, from week to week. Uh, but I think probably what didn't help was the fact that it was a five-day turnaround mm. and a big performance on the Sunday probably played a part uh, and is maybe just losing our way a little bit mm. in that game or losing concentration, I should say. Um, but but the reality is, yeah. So that's what excites me too as a coach because I know that once we do get the cavalry back yeah. and we have got you know a, a healthy squad out there competing with each other for places in that team, that's going to raise things. Yeah. Once we actually get a, a side that we can actually work with consistently for a number of weeks, I think we'll start to see uh, see us really grow as a team. You know, um, But the pleasing thing is, is for the large part of this season, I think the foundation of effort has been there. Um, you know, And the other stuff I, I do believe will we'll get better as we get more time on the field uh, together. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. And again, something you sort of touched on there is, I mean, I watched the Halifax uh, Bradford last week and when they put the teams up and Bradford Rhinos were playing and, you know, so you dip into the market that way. And I, yeah, I don't know, ethically, yeah. it just doesn't seem right. You know, they've all gone back as well, you know, so so they've had a fantastic win away yeah. at Halifax. And then this week, it's a totally different team for sort of all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's one of those. And I, I look, I, I'm just a big believer that, you know, we, we've got a squad of players here, albeit 
majority of this squad was signed before I arrived, but this squad of players were put, put in to represent York Rugby League. And, um, and I think we have a duty um, as a club and, and, and certainly myself as a coach to do the best we can to make them better players and better people and give them opportunities And um, because they've been signed as part of this squad. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the dual reg system. I don't really believe in bringing in a player to be here for a week um, and then be missing for three weeks to then come back in a few weeks later. Uh, I just think, you know, these lads that we've got here at York, you know, they're, they're semi-professional, they, they work full-time, they're sacrificing a lot by training three nights a week and giving up their weekends with their families to play rugby league for this club. And, and I would I would not, I don't think it sits well with me that, you know, potentially I could get a player from Super League to come in who's, you know, just here for some game time. You know, you've got to also ask that question, how much do they really care about this club and about this team? You know, what, what's their motivation to be here? You know, I'm not saying they're all... Some 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 players you can bring in on the Super League, they'll, they'll come in and really buy in and do a great job. Others will be like, don't want to be here. Yeah. So you, you run that risk. You're then also running the risk of upsetting your own players because, you know, you, you're effectively saying, sorry, mate, you miss out. And yeah. they potentially miss out on winning pay for, for that yeah. week, you know, because... Some guy from a Super League club's come in who's deemed to be a better player, but then that guy goes back a week later. Then you're caught. Then you're knocking on that guy's door to say, "Hey, come play play for us again next week." Now, you know what I mean? So, what's their motivation like? So, I just, yeah, it's a tough one, really. It's a tough one. Um, I'm I'm more a fan of going the season along loan loan route. Um, if I'm honest, if you, if we can if we can make that happen, because um, I think at least then, even though there's always an element of risk of that, the parent club will recall that player. Um, you, you tend to know if they're willing to allow them to come on a season-long loan, they're probably pretty far down the pecking order. Um, so you know there's a good chance they're going to be yeah, you know, your player yeah. for that season. Yeah. So um, I think that's a little bit easier to transition into your team than someone who's coming in on dual yeah. registration. Um, the other factor you've got to deal with with dual registration is are the players in the positions that you need available? Yeah, yeah that's the other thing, because it, it is down to the Super League club to say, well, we have this guy available, that guy available, that guy available this week. Do you need them? You know what I mean? Or do you want them? And then it's a case of, oh, well, no, we don't need that position. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're fine, thanks. So you don't necessarily have the positions that you need yeah. or want. Um, and then there's the other the other element, depending on the agreement that you've made with the, the, the dual registration club. You know, if you're... If, um, if you're not paying any money for that player, then you effectively the Super League club will have the sort of power to say, well, he is playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to, if if we want to sign an agreement with us and you don't want to pay us a penny for any players, well, th- that's what's yeah. happening. These yeah. are the terms. Again, you've got to agree to those terms before you before you sign the agreement. But that's the other elements that you've got to contend with too. That you may get. Yeah, you know, some clubs will be dictated by the Super League club of who's playing when. Where you know what I mean that type of thing, and I, I don't think again that's healthy. Mm. Um, so you know, everyone's got their own thoughts on it. You know, I just I've never been a big big fan of it. I've never been a big believer in it. Um, I'd rather just stick to the traditional loan system, and I think that works that works fine and works yeah. best. Yeah, I mean, thank you. You know, it's a great insight into you know versions and views of it, and maybe some of the bits that not everybody understands or knows. So yeah, yeah it's it's really interesting. Thank yeah, you. no, I, yeah, no worries. And again, like you said, it it's a tough one because probably as a fan, you think, oh, we could potentially have Super League players coming in for a week or so, and might help your cause. And like you said, you know, Bradford have obviously used that to their advantage recently. But um, I, I look more the long term. You know, the the, the long term effects and potential yeah. damage it does to your squad. Um, you know, and you. you 
yeah, I just feel we've got a duty to, to give our, our own players an opportunity first before we start looking that way. Yeah, and 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 it's you know and it's been proven this year, and you know there's there's been leaps and bounds without a doubt, but some of them players are definitely benefiting from having them opportunities. Yeah, look, and I know we've got a young squad at the moment. That's another thing we've got to remember. There's a lot of young players out there. You know, I think I think even on the weekend we have what six players under the age of 20. You know, it's on Friday night. You know, it's the, they're in that development phase. They're learning, and they're not always going to be you know giving you outstanding performances week in week out that's that's the journey of a young player they're going to be up they're going to be down and it's my job as a coach to try and get them you know not only physically ready for battle but also mentally too to keep their confidence up um but what i'm saying is the exposure that these guys are getting at the moment is going to bode well for them in the future Absolutely. you know whether they continue their journey with us in the future or they go on elsewhere you know, it's great experience for them yes it puts us under some pressure at times as a, as a squad um because in an ideal world you know as a coach you You'd like to bludge your young players in a certain way. You'd pick certain fixtures for them. Um, you'd want to play them potentially when the yeah you know, the team is sort of flying high and doing well. And you think, oh, this is a fixture that could really get him in and yeah. it helps him with his confidence and stuff. But at the moment, we are having to rely on mm-hmm. on a number of young blokes to sort of help carry the team to a degree at the moment. So I think they're doing a tremendous job, considering that um, they've been put under this pressure now. You know, at such a young age. Um, you know, but what it also excites me too is when you're looking at the long term. Mm. And that's what we're always looking at is the long-term plan here. Um, you know, the, you know, you think in two or three years' time, you know, these these players are becoming 21, 22, 23. You know, they're becoming established. They've always got, they've already got a number of first-grade games under their belt at this level. You know, what I mean, or, or, or elsewhere. Then that's going to, you know, help them in their development mm. for the future too. With us, if we if we do make the jump up up to the next level. Yeah, brilliant. Right, thank you for your time as always. Um, good luck on Sunday. Um, Hope we get a bit of sunny weather, do you think? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Be nice. Be nice. We'll soon see, mate. We'll soon see. Cheers. Thank you. All the best. Thanks, Paul.